Hello and welcome to The Pretty Podcast. I am your host, Paula Josh. I'm a motivational speaker, best-selling author, but most importantly, I am a trauma survivor. I know what it's like to struggle for many years and feel like there is something wrong with me, struggling with so many secrets, shame, addiction, self-destructive behaviors, eating disorders, the list can go on. And I did not know where to turn to get help or to break free. In this podcast, I am going to offer you tips and tools so that you can get real and heal and walk in your God given destiny. Stay tuned for this week's episode. Good morning and happy Thursday. All right, we're going to do something a little bit different today. Yesterday, I was listening to a podcast and on this podcast, this guy, he took an archive from one of his older podcasts and added it into his podcast. And I was like, I didn't even know you could do that. That's a really cool idea. And so I'm actually, that's what I'm going to do today. Um, I'm going to replay my podcast, What to Do When Life Feels Really Hard. But before I go ahead and, you know, shoot you over to re-listen to that podcast, I'm going to hold myself accountable and I'm going to listen to it too, because that was one of my most listened to podcasts. And that's just interesting to me. And so I want to see what I had to say too, because I could probably use it. But before I I do that, um, I wanted to share a couple stories with you because not only am I going to bump you over to that podcast, what to do when life feels really hard, because I think that's something that we can all listen to again, right? But I want to share a couple stories with you. Um, So this week, and I'm not going to say any names, I, I have been talking to somebody who's really struggling at their job. They've been there for like seven years, but the management is very abusive. They're not listening. Um, this person has went to the higher ups and they were trying to, um, you know, handle it in a professional manner, but nobody was listening. But when the person kept coming to me, I kept telling them, you need to pray because I want you to hear from God. And people who call me for advice, I tell that to them a lot. I help them. I walk them through things, but I encourage them. I encourage them to learn how to hear from God or to pray and to ask him for a sign because the podcast I was going to do was like how to pray and believe even in the midst of hard times. And so, like I said, we're going to listen to the podcast for before, but I want to talk on that little topic really quick before I add in the other podcast, because one of the things is that when we're struggling or we're, when we're in like the heat of the moment, it is so hard to stop and pray because one, sometimes we believe, well, if God was here or he loved me, why is life so hard? Why would I be in so much pain or why would I be sick or why would I be struggling if God really loves me? Have you ever asked yourself that question? But I think one of the hardest things we have to do as believers is to learn to open our mouths and pray the specific prayer when life gets really hard. 
a couple tools and nuggets that I want to give you to do to help you in that area. One is as believers, you know, there's a Bible scripture that says that we walk by faith and not by sight. I think that Bible scripture should also say that we walk by faith and not our emotions. Okay. And so we are to walk by faith and not by our emotions, because if our emotions control us, when we're in the midst of the struggle, we're not going to want to pray. Now, if you have a hard time praying out loud or believing God even cares, you can flip open a journal and just at the top of that journal, date it and write your prayer request. You can write something as simple as, God, I am trusting you with this. God, I surrender this. God, I need an answer to this, okay? And so those are some tips and tools because we are, as believers, we need to build up our faith. We need to trust and we need to believe that God can hear us because I don't know about you, but I've been in so much struggle in my past. And I know one of the things that was the hardest for me was to believe that God even cared about the small things or the details. Now, with that being said, I want to share a couple stories with you. So the person with the job, it's been going on for a few years, but in the last few months, it was just getting really hard for them. And I said, well, you need to just start praying and asking God for a sign. Well, the individual started doing that and she caught a manager. They were in a big meeting on a Zoom and the manager sent a chat saying something bad about her. But what happened is that chat was supposed to go to an individual and it went to everybody in the meeting. And so the individual was able to say to the other individual, hey, just so you know, everybody saw that. And the person got up, closed her computer, went to HR and said, I want to thank you for the seven years that I've been here. I want to thank you for everything that you've done in my family. And the person called me and they're like, that was my sign. That was my sign. And they were looking for like another job. And they called that job to see if it was still available because they offered the person a job. And they're like, yeah, that's still available. We would like to offer it to you. Well, even though that person quit their job, the next day they applied at another doctor's office. There's a God story in this. So bear with me. They applied at a doctor's office the next day. And somebody who they previously worked with, they didn't even know that they worked there as a doctor. That person text the person who lost to quit the job and said, Hey, did you just apply here? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, well, I work here now and I would love to interview you Friday. I would love to have you on my team and try to get you as close as I can to your same pay. My point of sharing that is Sometimes when we feel God is calling us to do something, sometimes if we feel that the door is closing, we have to take the action step. We have to take 
the action step. We got to pray, we got to seek God, and we got to look for signs. And sometimes, just like this person did, you have to jump, you have to take that leap of faith. I'm going to share another God, a couple more God stories with you just to encourage you about praying. I think this is so important. And so the other God story is, is that somebody was calling me that they have some options in their healing journey. They have like an A, B, or C in their healing journey. And they're like, I'm at a crossroad. I don't really know which way to go. I also encourage that person just to pray and to ask God. But this is what I told that person too. You need to look at the pros and cons of this. You need to understand that you have a child. You need to look at your personality. You need to understand what's going to trigger you and not trigger you. And so sometimes when we're making decisions in life, you guys, or when we're learning to pray about something, we got to outweigh everything, everything, okay? And so now I'm going to also share a personal story with you. Um, One is my son has really been struggling to connect with friends. He's in high school now. Um, Ever since the pandemic starts, there's been like a separation of friends. There's just been a lot of stuff. And I found myself struggling and not really bringing it to prayer like I should. In the last month, I just started taking it to prayer because I saw how it was really affecting my high schooler. Well, out of the blue, somebody invited him to a youth group and it was a youth group kickoff. I really didn't even know what it was. It was a couple weeks ago at somebody's house and it was a pool party. Well, when he went, there were so many other boys that were so kind and so welcoming. And they even meet every Monday night for an hour. And then the youth pastor meets them every Thursday morning before school for breakfast. This morning, the reason I was out is I went and dropped him off. And I could see in the door when he walked in. And at 6.30 in the morning, there were like 20 youth there. But you guys, my whole point in telling you is like, Sometimes we don't see a way. Sometimes we don't even know how it's going to work out or how it's going to fit in. But God always knows. But we just have to learn to open our mouth in the midst of our struggle. Okay? Learning how to pray in the midst of our struggle. So I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast, but like I said, I'm going to add the other podcast too, so that it can just be an encouragement to you of like what we need to do when life feels really hard. Good morning, you guys, and happy Thursday. I want to let you in on a little secret that I'm learning about life. I always felt like life was really hard and I still have those days where life is hard. Can does anybody else relate? Like you're just kind of going and you had a good day and then it's just like, boom, life is hard again. But you know what I'm learning as a believer, as a Christian and as a trauma survivor is when life feels hard 
or when I feel like God is doing something. Have you ever felt that way? I know that I have many times. It's like you feel like God is doing something and you're not even sure what it is. And it's almost like you feel like you're crazy. For me, when I when I have those days or when I have those seasons in my life, I just want somebody to come to me and just tell me like, what is going on? Why do I feel this way? Why does life feel so hard all the time? And I just want to speak into that today. And maybe you can relate to this. Um, You know that I love reading your messages when you guys send me messages on Instagram and Facebook. But do you ever feel like that sometimes? It's like, God, am I ever going to get a break? Why does life feel so hard? And I'm going to talk about two different things today. I'm going to talk about the healing process. And I'm also going to talk about how we grow in our relationship with Christ, you know, how he wants to spiritually mature us. So I'm going to use a few examples today. One thing that I've realized in my trauma healing process is like, I'll be working through forgiving somebody or, you know, this person will keep coming into my life and they're causing me to have more anger. And at the time I'm feeling oppressed and depressed. And it's like, in the in the time of that, I'm feeling so weary and I'm losing sleep and I'm not eating healthy and I'm not taking care of myself. And it's like the process just feels so overwhelming and so dark and so ugly. But when I get through that process of like in the battle of struggling, in the battle of the strong emotions and how that person made me feel, Once the wrestling is over with, I can look back and say, oh my gosh, like it was so hard and it felt so ugly. But what I learned through that was to persevere when life was really hard. I still was married. I still had a house to clean. I still had dinner to cook. I still had children to take care of. I still had grandchildren to watch. In the process of when somebody was causing that bitterness in me, I still had to try to exercise and eat healthy and take care of myself. So not only was I healing, but I was also maturing spiritually. Does that make sense? And I share this with you because there's going to be seasons in our life like this all the time. And, And I want you to know, Even when we're healing, you guys, even when we're growing spiritually, God wants us to still walk in the perfect peace that he offers. And this used to be so confusing to me because I I just felt like overwhelmed. I felt like I wanted to crawl back in bed and not even want to function anymore. Can you relate to that? But you know what I learned is when the Bible says that we can have God's perfect peace, is that we can come to God and say, God, I don't even know how to forgive this person. God, I'm feeling like I just want to binge. I'm feeling like I just don't even want to cook. I'm feeling like you called me to write this book and I don't even want to write today. I mean, God, this is how I talk to God today. But I used to be afraid to talk to God like this because I used to shrink back and hide my feelings and how I was feeling. But I learned today that I got to come before God and I got to lay it before him because you know what? He is the one that created us in our mother's womb. He knows our personalities. He knows our every thought and he knows our every struggle. And I just felt like I had to share with some people today that you're feeling like, why God, why, why does life always feel hard? 
And instead of looking at life like it's always hard, just know that God is trying to process something through you. It's a healing process. It's to grow you spiritually. It's it's to help you to mature. Can you look back over your life at anything and be like, my God, I made it through that. And I don't know how that I did. You know, sometimes I stop and sit and think, here I am today, a 44-year-old woman, and I look at all the dangerous situations I was in when I was involved in the gang life, parties where there was drive-by shootings, all the sexual abuse, all the times I was really bad on drugs and alcohol as a teenager, all the times that I drove drunk as a teenager. I'm just sharing a little bit of reality with you because you know what? My God, those were hard seasons in my life, but I have to look back and think that there was angels protecting me and that God was with me all along. And now that I've been going through all this trauma healing the last seven to eight years, before I just would be like, I I can't do this. It's, It's so hard. The people coming against me, the people that turned on me, the people that keep causing me anger that I have to forgive. But you know what, you guys, now that I'm so farther in this journey, I'm realizing I look back on all those things and I can teach out of them now. I can realize that every hard season that I went through was God molding me and shaping my character to become a better person. So I don't know what you are going through right now, but I want to encourage you with some things that I want you to try to sit with God and say, God, what is it that you want me to learn from this? What are you trying to teach me in this? And even if it doesn't make sense To you now, try to listen to that still small voice that's saying, all I need you to do is just focus on this right now. It may be saying, all I need you to do is rest more. All I need you to do right now is to trust me. Or you might be hearing a small still voice saying, all I need you to do is try to cut that relationship off. All I need you to do is to work through forgiveness and to try to forgive that person. Whatever God is asking you to do right now, it is a process of him trying to move you through where you're at right now. But whatever you are walking through right now, I want you to know that you can accept and walk in God's peace. And what I mean by that is trust that he is going to get you through this. And even in the midst of hard times, you guys, even in the midst of overcoming trauma and overcoming addiction, learn to not be so hard on yourself and to forgive yourself. Because when you're walking through stuff, it's really hard that enemy wants to condemn you. He wants you to beat yourself up that you should be doing it this way and you should be doing it that way. You need to tell. 
Hello and welcome to The Pretty Podcast. I am your host, Paula Joush. I'm a motivational speaker, best-selling author, but most importantly, I'm a trauma survivor. I am so glad that you have decided to join me on this journey. I am here to offer you tools and to share my life experience with you to help you to break free in every area of your life that you may be feeling stuck. Let's get started with this week's episode.